It's your boy Zay, and we back with another podcast, official site fashion, where we're, we talk about daily affirmation, poetry, mental health, and fashion industries and topics of the day. And the topic of the day is hyper masculinity. And you know on who I'm with again. What's up, guys? It's your boy Zion, man. Today we're gonna be speaking on hyper masculinity as well as internalized homophobia, man. Let's go ahead and jump straight into it. Yeah, man. Let me go ahead and give you and give you guys the definition of hyper masculinity. Hypermasculinity is a psychological term for the exaggeration of male stereotypical behavior such as an emphasis on psychological strength, aggression, and sexuality. And you want to go ahead and um, could I go first or you want me to go first? I'll let you go ahead and go first today, bro. All right, bet, bet, bet. And, you know, I want to ask, but give me your personal like, just experience like this with this hypermasculinity, man. Alright man, so like you said, hyper masculinity is like an expectation of males to act in a certain way emotionally, physically, or stereotypically, right? Right. So like when I was in college, but like on campus, like I would be fly like I only got the fits and shit, right? Right. So like women would expect me to act a certain way, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like when they see me or when they talk to me or mess with me on social media, they be like, Man, we can't we can't pick you apart, like you so mysterious, like uh, we don't know, like, how to call it. Like, you don't be in the mix with everybody else. But I just felt like they had a certain expectation of what they thought a male should be. Instead of just, like... They was putting the expectation on me. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, just letting me be me, right? Right. And that didn't make you feel, like, just inferior or just insecure, right? No, because I know who I am, bro. Ooh. I, I, I could care less about the outside opinion. And we live in today's world where... A lot of women, man, they seek the aggressor or the controller or the masculine man. But, you know, they're not realizing that it doesn't have to be that way all the time. Yeah, bro. That was my case. I was like, I'm like a reserve, a reserved person. I'm a observer rather than a talker or a listener. I don't seem to be the center of attention and things of that sort. So, like, I guess that's what they was expecting. Right. And then you have men that are naturally sensitive, too. Yeah. And that's okay. But, you know, we live in today's where, you know, where women are drawn to the bad man and the masculine man, you know. But it all starts at the home, though. It all starts in the house of masculinity because we promote masculinity so much that I feel like we twist the definition and we twist it in ways that we're not realizing how it can be a toxic to to us men out here. You know, it, you know. Especially us black men, you know, and you know, like me, um, like just coming up, you know, like my father forced me to play football because when I was younger, bro, man, I look, man, like I was playing with baby dogs because I was raised by all women. So, yeah. like, so you know, like, um, my all right, so my mother's side is all women, but like my father's side is all men. So, I would be at my mother's side of, of, um, you know, like just the family playing with baby dolls and all that but look bro i had the little male like male on um, you know like the barbie dolls though yeah. so you know like i like so i mean so i would play with so i would play with that all the time man and so my father just seeing that man he thought i was like i was a sissy boy he thought i was like, oh yeah man like i gotta get him into football but he wasn't like accepting me for who i was as a man and i know that we talked about and you said before that men and women they have they they have to separate the boys and the girls and raise them like this you know like just separately right yeah so you uh because you were saying is so what was you saying about that man all right so in this book i was reading mm-hmm. uh called like let me read let me get the title so i can get in the title if they want to check it out yeah uh 
It's called the issues of manhood in black and white. It incisive, an incisive look into the masculinity and the social definition of an African man. It says African man, but I feel like this can be applied across the board mm-hmm. to just manhood in general. Right. And in this book, it was saying that like the boys and girls should have time like separated. Mm-hmm. So like the boys can be with the men, the women can be the girls can be with the women. Mm-hmm. It's like, we talking about manhood right now, so we'll focus on the man, right? right? It's like, boys need time with the men so they can learn how to be, like, the definition of a man, how to be a provider, uh, how to be a husband, and how to be, like, just a man of his people, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if a, if a boy is always with a woman, how can he learn those values from her if she don't know how to be a man? Mm-hmm. Now, hold on, well, let me stop you right there. Can you give me the true definition of a man? But the thing is, I'm about to read this to you real quick. And the reason why, man, I state that to him is everybody has a different definition of a man. Go ahead, bro. I said, manhood is a concept that is constantly defined and and restructured. So, like, it's not a certain of concrete definition of a man. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like. I'm going to just read the whole section. It says, manhood is something that is different from anatomy. This is the thing you have to keep in mind about manhood. Manhood is a concept that must be constantly defined and restructured. There must be a constant dialect between men and women as to what a man is and what a woman is. It is key. You must recognize the definition of what it means to be a man and a woman. It is key to the to the adoption to the adaptation and survival of a people. It's not merely related to how you deal with, with each other or in your private home. It's related to the survival of a, a race or people. Right. And you and you talking about the sole provider. The man being the sole, the sole giver of the family, but you know we live in today's like this society where men and women go fifty fifty. Yeah, but like I said, like mm-hmm. it's all based on the understanding between the man and the woman. Right. It's like you know the example I gave how like a man can be nurturing too, but it's not the same thing as a woman being nurturing. Right. It's like me being nurturing as a man, it's like me providing for my family, me making sure everything is taken care of, me making sure they don't have to worry about anything. Okay. But a woman being nurturing, it's like being affectionate, being able to confide in her, being able to uh, take care of the people around her, right? Right. And like uh, emotional well-being and things of that nature. So like we're both nurturers, but it's two different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Man, like I have another question for you, man. So how do you feel about men not taking care of their kids. I like, don't respect the man that don't take care of his kids. Okay, okay. And why is that? Because as a father, you have a responsibility to that human being that you made. They didn't ask to be here. So I keep bring someone into this cold world and not provide and take care of them. Right. And this all plays a part of the background. So this all. So where like I'm about to go with this is real deep. You know, we walk around here and we think to ourselves, no. Even women, like, why men can't, like, express, like, the way they do. But you have to look at the trauma. You have to look at the beginning, as in, was his father in his life? And was that father father's in his life? So it's a whole pattern, and it's a curse. And which made a good point is, you know, man, I can't respect that man that doesn't take care of his kids. But us men, if we got homeboys or, or friends, we have to hold them, you know, because um, accountable. Yeah, definitely got to hold those men accountable, accountable man. But I'm going to say this for the single women and the single mothers, man, and you have boys, man, it's actually beneficial to to your son as in he's going to see a strong woman working that nine to five, working her ass off, and that's going to build him to become a man more faster. 
and build him to have his definition of his own man. Yeah, but like, you remember what we was talking about earlier? It's, it's based on that boy's perception, though. Yeah. So, like, he can be like, um, my father not in my life, man. I don't have no guidance, bro. He can just go straight, right? Mm -hmm. And we've seen that happen, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, on the other end of the spectrum, you're like, man, I see my mama work hard, but my father wasn't here. So, when I grow up, I'm going to be a great husband. I'm going to be a great man. I'm going to ensure my kids have their father in their life. So, my kids don't have to endure the same thing that I did. Mm -hmm. And my wife don't have to, or the woman I decide to have a child with, don't have to play that masculine role in the woman role. Right. And, like, this is all, again, you know, like, this is a good or bad tape. You know, we all have met men like, man, I don't want to be like my father, man. Like, I don't want to be like my father, and they resent them. But at the end of the day, man, they end up becoming their father. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, like I said, it's all a perception thing. And, you know, the example we use with fences, mm -hmm. I just watched the fences. Like, his father uh, was a certain way to him. He was, like, malicious and abusive and things of that sort. Right. And he grew up to be the same way of... He resented his father, right? Yeah. But he grew up to be just, like, a little bit better than his father. But he did most of the same thing to his son. And his son grew up to resent him. So, like you said, it was just a cycle continuing and continuing. But his son decided to break the cycle, though. And I have and, and I have a question for you, man. As black men, you know, man, you're very, you know, like, just educated when it comes to the black culture. As black men, what can we do to be better fathers in 2021 and in this new era and in this new generation? Uh, first, we got to understand what it is to be a man first. Mm -hmm. A man, but also a black man, right? A black man, like he said. Uh, let me pick up this book again. They got some good stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I'm asking Zion. Yes, bro. It says. Go ahead. So, he was talking about, like, what it means to be a man. He said, I read these excerpts to, em to emphasize the fact that the black male must be given special attention on in focuses because he is given a negative special attention in the focuses by the system of the oppression under which he lives. So what it is to be a black man today is not the same thing as to be a white man, right? Right. Because we got certain uh, challenges, challenges and outlooks on life and the way we viewed by others, right? Because mm -hmm. we might have a, a negative light that we looked at. Mm -hmm. So now we got everything else against us, and then we got to find a way to be a certain way with our family, right? Right. So like, it's like it's ten times harder to be a black man than it is to be anything else. Right. So we got to find that balance. Like, we can't be a victim of circumstance at the same time. But we got to be like, man, it's this way. I got to adapt. And I got to be the best that I can for the people around me and for my children. Hey, man, but let me stop you right here. And, you know, man, you talk about black men being, being like, so, like, just oppressed. And living in today's world of America where we're going through racism, discrimination. Mind you, man, we have a family to feed. But, man, I feel like we're missing something that that black men go through hurt too yeah but that's when it comes to emotional intelligence exactly and then like my question is on to you and myself and the people that's listening when do the black man get the heal because a black man i ain't gonna say never gets the heal but certain black men gets the heal and certain black men they just stay in bondage and then they and then they have this masculine you know you know, I mean, you know, like just image, and then they just become toxic, not just only the like just to themselves, but to their family and, yeah, and to their sons. That's hyper masculinity. But when I say emotional intelligence, that's what we got to practice. Emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of control and express one's emotions and to handle and to handle interpersonal relationships. 
So when it comes to our relationships, we got to express our emotions. We got to let our partners know how we feel. We got to let our sons and our children know that it's okay to say how you feel. And you can still be a man at the end of the day. And being a man doesn't include holding in all your emotions and acting hard all the time. Right, right, man. Because when you do that, you just playing into the, the stereotype. You is, man. Like, I mean, like, for real. And, and I recommend not, but not only black men, but men, like, just in general, to go see a therapist. Yeah, definitely. And I think as black people and as black men, we're not taught to go see a therapist like white people. You know, white, you know, I mean, because if, I mean, if you look at it and then your family members, you know, I don't know if you've been through this, but when I went to go see a therapist, it was just so much negative input of why do you need need to go see a therapist? You know, because you a man, right? Yeah. So there's no need for you to go see a therapist. Okay, I'm a man, but I'm a human being first. Cause, yeah, definitely. Because human beings, but think, I mean, so like, just think about this. Human beings, we're not meant to hold things in. We have exits, like the mouth and the anal and like tears and like, you know, like the ears and all that. We're not, for real, like. You know what that just made me think of? What? Like my mama, a crybaby, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll be watching TV and she'll cry. Mm-hmm. Or like, for instance, like when like she came into my job, right? Mm-hmm. And like, my manager was like, man, you raised such a great young man. And giving me compliments, she started crying. I'm like, "What you crying for?" <laughs> like she just cried for certain things, but she was like, "That's just how I let it out. I gotta cry." Yeah, man, you, you got gotta to let it out. Man, you got to, man, you got to let it out. Human beings are not meant to keep things in. Cause when you keep things in, it's only hurting you and yourself and the people around you, man. So, men, we are human beings first, and I feel like this, man. Like, let's just say this: women are right. Men are wrong in terms of emotions, in terms of feeling on how they feel. Because if you look at a child, right, if you look at a little boy and and a little girl, man, they crying, man, they acting out because that's how they, I mean, cause that's how they feel and they know they have the right. But when we get older, we got to be like, no, cause we can't like express our emotions. You no, know, we can't do this. I said this, though. I mean, like, it's like a fine line when it comes to men. Like, yes, we got to be able to express our emotions, but we can't always act off of emotion. Do you agree with that? Right. I do. I do. I do. Because I remember that the last podcast or the podcast I just, um, just before that, man, you said men think logically and women think emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I most definitely have a strong, like, just belief in that, man. But sometimes I feel like your emotions can, ha- can you know, be... Yeah. Be be a be like an advantage for you too. Yeah, like you shouldn't allow like your emotions to dictate your action. Your actions one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, and I want to say this, man, for all the people that look at mass that look at masculinity so uplifting and so and just in a must in a man, you have to realize what that man went through. And I'm gonna get like a personal story, a little tea time, you know, like me. And, you know, like, my mom died when, I mean, so my mother passed away when I was 12 years old, right? And I was going through, like, an emotional outbreak. Mind you, man, my dad lost his wife and his best friend. So as a man and as me coming up, like, my father always told me men are not supposed to express their emotions. So when my mother died, man, I buried it. But then, like, it came, like, just an itching factor of, like, man, like, I got to know how just to release this. Oh, man, I got to fight all the time back in middle school and i always got into it with the teacher because i didn't know how to express again we're human beings first so when i got to college um 
I like man, like I never forget, man. Like I'm in college, right? Yeah. And last year, man, like my psych, my psychology teacher was talking about teenagers and how teenagers and they never heal from their trauma. Man, I man, look, man, I kid you not, man. It resonated with me so hard, bro. Man, I went to go get me a psychiatrist like the next week, and I realized, man, I was dealing with so much internal issues. I never realized, man. Man, like I never realized I never healed as a person. Cause I was so like I was so like adapted to men are not supposed to express. But that but that's not true. So women, men, so when you see a man crying, don't laugh. Don't look at him strange. He has the right cause he's a human being. And I feel like a man is defined after his fall. Mm-hmm. I feel like a woman is defined after they fall. See when a man fall, we laugh at him. Yeah, but they say, uh, we haven't heard, like, I'm probably not going to say this verbatim. That's like the true definition of a man is not where he stands in comfort, but he stands, like, in times of discomfort, in times of failure, like, yeah, things of that nature. And that's what I, and, like, that's what I mean by the fall, because you, because you can be in discomfort and you can be in failure, but if you sit in it and you don't get back up, then what? It's, how, it's based on how you react to it. Yeah. Exactly. Everything is a reaction, and when that reaction, man, you gotta take action, mm-hmm. and you gotta take action as a man. So, I wanted to get that little tea time because, man, I work with children, and like all them children, man, they don't have no daddy in their life, man. They have mama issues, or whatever, and I know when they get older, man, like it's really gonna hit them, and 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 it's gonna hit them hard. But man, like my question is for you, Zion, why do men have a problem? And saying the words "I love you" to other men. Mm. Well, I honestly don't know, bro. I guess it's like, like I said, like we might as well jump right into this internalized homophobia, right? Go ahead. So I'm getting a definition of internalized homophobia. It's defined as the self hatred and the shame of homosexuality, right? Right. Oriented within individuals that has been incorporated into their belief system. So they got this belief that, man, if I do this, man, they're going to view me in a certain light of I might be gay, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's some gay shit, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, like you were saying, as a man, it's okay to express your emotions. It's okay to say how you feel. Yeah. Uh, what you asked me again? Uh, why do men have have a problem with saying the words, I love you? So, when they, so as a man, we like, uh, if you think... I'm finna say I love you, man. That shit might be looked at kind of strange, but I might have to say no homo or pause after that. But it's like, it's a real statement. Like, you love someone, you about to love you, bro. Because you really care for that person or you want to you see them do well. And love is just like being soft and being uh, intimate with a person. But intimacy is not also always related to, like, <coughs> sexuality, having a sexual relationship. For intimate, I'm able to, like, be my true self with you and express how I really feel with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like... And that's like a relationship you have with like your father and your brothers and your close friends. So it's okay to say I, I say I love you to them. Yeah, but, you know, and I'm going to give like another like personal, like just example. Like my brothers don't know how to say the words, I love you. And like, and I was just, you know, like just, you know, um, you know, like just questioning that, like why? Like why is that? And again, we have to look at the trauma that they've been through. They've been through trauma with their mother and trauma with their father, which is my father. So you have to look at it in that standpoint. Even with the home, even with the homophobia, it's not gay and on to to like express like they their like emotions. And I think that's why, I man, I got so much 
respect for gay men because they walk around freely. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's why I got respect for homosexual people uh, and people that just of lifestyle put this they just don't care like they, they don't self to the fullest degree how could you not respect that right and yeah. if you don't respect it that's where you that's what this term internalized homophobia comes from because like you insecure how they able to be so free and express themselves and not give a fuck what nobody thinks exactly and i'm gonna get to this standpoint and i'm not trying to sound awkward or weird at all but we can actually love i mean but we but we can actually learn from homo from homosexuals and lesbians in terms of mental health as in they're secure just within their own being of loving themselves properly yeah. you see what I'm saying because us original people I'm gonna say that straight people you know we lack self love like yeah, especially for me exactly especially us men we like we lack self love because we automatically think we got to be tough all the time but we have to learn how to receive love too if we give love back to a woman or to a man which is our brother or our son yeah yeah so man we can learn a lot from homophobia and and we Not talk about homosexuals oh my fault my fault my fault homophobia is like a uh, fear of homo homosexuality yeah. exactly my fault but thank you for um you know, but Uncle, thank you for correcting me too. But like, uh, you know, because again, and I'm gonna get on, and I'm gonna get on homophobia. Why do you think men are homophobic? Like I said, they insecure themselves, and it's probably rooted in their belief system. So if they mm-hmm. growing up, and they, and they dad be like, "Don't be like that. Don't do that." Mm-hmm. Like you said, your dad was like, he thought you were soft, so he put you in football. Right. So he gave like a ne- negative connotation to being soft and to being uh, vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really in your belief system. You see somebody doing, they can be like, "Man, don't do that shit, bro. What you doing all that for? Yeah. Because you think it's bad or you think it's wrong, but that's just how you was raised. But did you see that? Um interview with Mike Tyson and Boosie where they was talking about um Dwayne Wade's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you uh, I watched that. I was, I'm a fan of Mike Tyson as well. Me too. I was about to say one of his quotes earlier when we was talking about uh men and like relationships with women and but we're not on that topic no more. Yeah. But like yeah, he was saying to Boosie it was about you can't tell someone of uh, how to be and you only like that because you insecure in yourself. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Tyson said, uh, man, like, I think you gay. Or something like that. Or is in turn, like, no. Like, he had said, because is you gay? Like, so he, he had said something like, because around, like, that area. As in, man, you probably, oh, but Mike Tyson, I mean, Mike Tyson had called had called him gay. Because he wasn't, I mean, no, because he was saying that about Dwayne Wade's son. Though. Yeah, I feel like he was just, like, testing Boosie and making him realize that what he said was wrong and just give him the, uh, and just educate him that like people can be however they want to be, and like the reason you feel this way because you feel a certain way about it. It's not that it's wrong, right? Just because you disagree with it. And then man, what like I learned from the whole like just situation with the Boosie and the way and like the Wade son and just like Mike Tyson speaking. As in man, they let me like just reflect. As in, what if I was the Wade Wade and my son came out like that? And just for the way, way, just to accept his son for who he is, you know what I'm saying? We don't know what went through closed doors, but him, like, accepting his son for who he is now and today, you know what I'm saying? I respect that. I feel like I would be the same way. As a father and as a black man, you see what I'm saying? Because he could have went the other way and killed him with words, as in, you're not my son or you a faggot. And he could have broke him mentally and spiritually and, and, like... 
mate and making his son soon to like just regret his decision and to resent him as a father. Mm-hmm. So man, I like man, like I look at that whole like just situation and like I learn like just from that. And I want to say this, man, we have to accept ourselves as human beings. Yeah, I first. got most of. Go ahead. Yeah, like, and when it comes to internalized homophobia, like you got to ask yourself, what makes you dislike this first? Mm-hmm. And uh, if we fall, if we all focus on ourselves more than we focus on others, it wouldn't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, we should judge based on character, not based on sexuality. Exactly, we should base off character, not by sexuality, man. And for all my men that's listening, man, that's homophobic, and they think that gay men be trying to hit on them, bro, man, it's really not true. And I'm going to go ahead and give a little tea time, uh, man. For those who don't know, man, I take uh, cause acting classes. And in my classes, man, there's two gay men. And I remember, no, we do have gay men that are homophobic. And I feel, and uh, one of the gay men had spoke out, and he said, but that's the problem with straight men. They think gay men like straight men, but really gay men just like gay men. Yeah, bro. I, we actually got this topic. It turned out homophobia from one of the uh, guys on I go to school with. His name is Kari, so shout out to Kari for this topic, bro. Like, shout out. And, like, I feel like gay men are some of the coolest people. If you really just get down to sit with them, because, like, they don't care about nobody else's opinion. They're going to beat themselves to the fullest extent. Regardless, stand. bro. Regardless. And then, man, and then, like, another thing, bro, they know, bro, like, they know women. Be- better than, than we, we do, do. Exactly. <laughs> but ain't no women bet i mean like just better than us so i was like man like i get like so with me man i actually get like because because like advice from them you see what i'm saying yeah so when it like when it comes to women and stuff like that so man man we can't be so quick to judge and i'm gonna go ahead and give like a message for like the man that's insecure on feeling on how they feel and they worry about you know, if they're going to be like accepted as a man, I'm 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 here to tell you now, it's okay to feel on how you feel, but I see where you're coming from because we in a world of survival mode that we got to survive and we can't just it. Ba- I mean, so basically everybody has the shield up mm-hmm. and they have this armor on and they don't want to really they like they like they don't want people they 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 don't want people to see the real them. On who they really are. And men do that all the time, man. So when they get in, like, just relationships, man, they women, you know. And, like, I think women love men that that can be vulnerable, bro. Yeah, that's, uh, like you said, like, that's when love comes in play and being intimate with someone. Because, like you said, we got that shield up. But when you're in love with someone, you let that shield down. You allow yourself to be intimate with them. You allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah, So man. that's when that comes in play. But, like. On the outside, you can you don't always have to have that shield up. You can be free, express your opinions, but like you're not judgmental of people that don't agree with you. At the same time, exactly, you open minded. And I mean, I think the reason why people are like afraid of what people of what people of what people might say to them is because they're insecure of themselves. But then, man, you gotta realize when you get older, you I mean, so you know how like your parents like just always say. Man, like, I'm at an age now, man. I ain't worried about what nobody got to say about me. I'm at the age right now. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but us young folks, man, we care so much. And that plays a part in, so, and, and, you know, like, just social media. Yeah, social and media all that. definitely has a big role in it because you put up a certain persona on there. And then you got to uh, carry that persona into your real life because, like, man, if I portray this way on social media, what are they going to think when they see me in real life and I'm, and I'm not the same way? Bruh, and 
vulnerability is an art. Even in acting, like men that's like just interested in being in the business of acting and like the and and the entertainment business, man. You gotta think about it when you see these men cry on movies. Man, you know, man, they get paid thousands and millions of dollars, bro. Cause that's art. Man, like we wanna see on how the human on how like a man really like express his true self because we don't see that on a day-to-day basis we don't so and like my man that's listening to this it's okay to be vulnerable but don't be vulnerable but to the but but to the wrong women though because there's some women out here man that you know that will take like advantage of you i dealt with that yeah so man be careful on who you express your true self to but that's not even just men just in relationships in general be careful who you be vulnerable to yeah man because you have some people they're just with you because they're fascinated by the real you, but they still sneaking around with a person that gives off this fate. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that saying, people learn you just to hurt you? What? Man, they learn you just to hurt you, man. They they learn you, and then they go to the next person on who they really want to be with. Yeah. So, man. Shit, that's a whole nother episode, I think, we can make out of that. Oh, yeah, man. That's a whole nother episode, man. But... Is that all day? I mean, I mean, but is that all that you got to say, bro? Yeah, that's all I got for him today on this topic, man. Yeah, I feel like we hit some good pointers on that, man. Like, I really enjoy it, but, like, just talk, you know, like, just talk, just talking, like, about this. Because I feel like us men, we got to hear these, hear these, but type of things, because we don't hear it on a day-to-day basis. Especially, you know, women, man, they be so curious now, too, you know, but... I hope y'all like enjoy like the podcast, and we appreciate y'all and we love you guys. So stay yeah, tuned. Sure. Love you guys. So man, stay tuned for the next podcast. And if you do want to support us, cash out official site fashion. You know, like just dollar sign. You don't even gotta say that, bro. Just don't say Click the link in the bio. Got all the links in the bio, <laughs> man. <laughs> and, oh yeah. Uh, if we don't even when it comes to the uh, money or anything man just do what you can if you can't it's not at all yeah. and can you please give us a five star rating on the podcast on apple Podcasts, oh, and yeah. apple spotify not a four star we would greatly appreciate that more than any money or anything you can send oh us. yeah man and give us a review we don't got no reviews so man give us a review on that man it can be negative positive man we'll take it but still put the five stars oh yeah but still put the five star man so Thanks. So, you know, like, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys, but keep, like, just supporting us. Peace. Peace.